Welcome to Storytime with Uncle Reddit, a podcast where I read some of the best posts from across Reddit and around the web. Each episode is a collection of funny content that includes subjects like tales from tech support, entitled parents, choosing beggars, pro-revenge, and more. Today's episode is all about tales from tech support. And we're back. Thanks for tuning in today, guys. Auntie Reddit appreciates everybody's well wishes while she was recovering from whatever crud she had. And uh, she's on the mend. Fevers seem to be going away and the chills and all that fun stuff that comes with flus and everything else. So so that's good news. You'll probably hear a little bit of wailing and gnashing of teeth. It's not Auntie Reddit. It's our new grandson. He's not very happy right now. Not sure why, but he'll settle down in a few minutes. And we've got Nickel. One cat's better than no cats. Check your whole music. This one still makes me giggle. Back in the early 2000s, before 9-11, I worked as tech support for a collections agency. It was a job, and the tech aspect wasn't bad, but we had offices all over the country, USA. One day I needed to call the Las Vegas office for an issue. I root through the phone tree and get the department I need, and they put me on hold to go find the info I needed. At this point, I really don't remember what I needed, but whatever. That's when the music starts. Bow, chicka, wow, wow. Moan, groan. (laughs) I just about died. I'm laughing so hard that the other people in my department are looking at me. Somehow the canned Muzak had been crossed with the soundtrack for the Skin Flick channel. It was Vegas after all. The person comes back and I'm still laughing. Um, have you guys checked what the hold music is? No. Go listen to it for a second. I'm still fighting laughter at this point. A very confused tech person. Okay. Puts me back on hold and more raunchy skin flick soundtracks and moans. A minute later. Oh my god. That sets off another round of laughter for me. You might want to get that fixed. I did call back a week later and amusingly it was the normal canned music. Oh my god. I can only imagine. I'm not sure how that works. Like how would you cross those two sounds in your phone system? Maybe some of you. I mean I'm sure most of you are smarter than I am but. If somebody knows specifically how that would happen, I didn't think those two systems were even tied together. So, yeah, I'd be interested to know how that comes about. Sick days and the digital is better than physical, which is better than digital circus. At our workplace, we have a paper leave form. If you're away sick or need to care for someone or whatever, you fill one of these forms out and hand it in. A few years back, we hired someone who was payroll, but also handled leave forms. They were extremely insistent that all the forms were to be filled out by hand, signed, and returned to them. When we asked why, we were told it was for audit purposes. They'd returned forms they felt weren't filled out by hand, and this caused a fair bit of contention among some people, because it's an effing leave form, not a sworn, under oath statement that you didn't murder someone. Now the funny thing was, when they received the form, correctly filled out, they'd insert it into their document scanner and scan it into our document management system before discarding the original. Oh jeez. Read that again. We'd get the form emailed to us. We'd print it and fill it out, physically hand it to them. And they'd just scan it and throw the paper away. They left a few months ago, and as soon as they did, we got word from management that forms could now be filled out on the computer and emailed directly to HR, as long as the form had your signature on it. Gee, I wonder what caused the backflip. We also found out through some workplace connections that the former payroll person started working at a place that was paperless, and they were having a hard time coping with that. I get it, man. Sometimes a notepad and a pen are just easier to deal with than a computer in some instances, but in this case, where this guy was or this person was, uh, no. Way easier to do the online or digital sick leave form. So, yeah, just nuts. There, Kitty in Focus. 
Sorta. Padawan, get the servers moving. I told you about my dearest Padawan before, and I have both her approval and encouragement to tell you this story here. So, she got herself an apprenticeship. The way this works in Germany is you get hired by a company willing to exploit the cheap labor, willing to educate you, and you spend three out of four weeks working at the company, one week at a trade school getting education your day-to-day -day responsibilities might not cover. This goes on for three years. By the way, you aren't permitted to do any overtime as an apprentice, by law. So Padawan starts working at this small-ish, less than 20 people company, doing the kind of mental tasks one is prone to get at the very bottom of the food chain. But she's smart, she does her job, and even finds solutions for issues the company had for a while. The tech from the ISP might need counseling after receiving the kind of tongue lashing that suddenly makes must be on your end disappear into, yes, we will take care of it. But she was soon known for getting things done, and fast. So when the time came to migrate the entirety of the company's servers, nine racks worth, and the dude in charge was looking for helping hands, she was the one, despite being there about half a year. This dude had previously claimed he couldn't work with the women on the server room, as this occasionally involved heavy lifting, and this might make her... <laughs> Wait, what? And this might make her uterus fly out. Oh, Yes, seriously, that is what this grown-ass man told her. Her being much more professional than him, she approached the big boss about the server documentation and where to find it. Big boss, being an experienced engineer, looked at her, smiled, and said, What documentation? Yeah, for some reason, two building engineers decided that starting an IT company was preferable to retirement, so the big bosses had no clue what to do most of the time. So Padawan went to work, finding an open source tool to document things, a label maker and mapped the entire thing in software as well as labeling every single cable, totaling about 150 hours over the course of two weeks. Remember how I told you apprentices aren't allowed to do OT? Yeah, right. She used and recommends Netbox, by the way. Come moving day, everything was prepared. They took apart their hardware, occasionally slowed down by Big Boss wanting to help. Think Ralph from The Simpsons. And Padawan having to bandage people because racks are pointy, blood is corrosive, and the men didn't think to bring any band-aids. Everything went into boxes and got picked up by an outside contractor. Arriving at the new location, the network guys from this external contractor get out their cars and see an IT guy next to an attractive young female in a business outfit. Their delight at the latter turned to slight panic as Padawan started handing them files and they found no time to flirt as the files detailed where everything had to go, and there were enough for everyone. Each door had hotel-like signage on it, telling them exactly where the racks were, every piece of hardware labeled and referenced. By and large, the only hiccup in the entire thing was flying uterus IT guy forgetting a switch he had taken along on the roof of a car in the parking lot. You may take a guess at who was sent running to retrieve it. After all that, she was sent back doing first-level support, flying uterus guy getting a promotion. <laughs> Yes, she hopped companies before her three-year term was up. Why, you ask? Oh, I don't need to ask why. I'm pretty sure I can guess. I'm also pretty sure that Flying Uterus Guy was just the icing on the cake. I'm pretty sure he wasn't the only person that uh, helped Padawan make this decision to uh, hop companies. I can't even imagine people these days. You know, it's not a sexist thing with me. It's more of a size thing. I don't know what I don't know what's going on with my network today. Sorry about that. I'm distracted. But anyway, if I see somebody that's small-ish, small-framed, male, female, whatever, and I know there's a lot of heavy stuff, I'll ask them, hey, are you good with lifting this? How much can you lift? Do you think you can carry that? Um, and if they're not sure or you know, they don't want to try and we don't want anybody injured on the job, then we can just steer them to 
a task that they're comfortable with that we know they can handle. I mean, honestly, she shouldn't have been carrying stuff anyway because she was obviously the brains of the operation. So I don't know. What do you guys think? Uterus flying out. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Still using Windows XP in 2020, but that's not the worst part. About two years ago, I was subcontracting for an on-site tech support company. I would be assigned a job and would have to go to the customer's house or business and fix their IT problems. One afternoon, I got sent out to a job because the customer's email wasn't working. When I arrived, I was shown inside by the customer. He was an old guy, probably in his mid-80s. He took me to where the computer was. The computer looked like it was from about 2005 and it was hooked up to a tiny 15-inch LCD monitor. I turned on the computer and waited a good 5 minutes for Windows XP to boot up. It was extremely slow. Once it booted up, I opened up the browser, which was Internet Explorer. It came up with a page cannot be displayed message. I then noticed that the network icon on the taskbar said disconnected. I was confident that I had worked out the customer's problem, so I asked him if this was the problem he was having, but he said no. He then told me to close Internet Explorer, which I did, and he directed me to an icon on the desktop. It was the dial-up connection shortcut. <laughs> I was shocked and amazed that dial-up ISPs still exist and people still use it. So I connected to the internet and clicked on the only bookmark, which was a link to Hotmail. Outlook.com obviously didn't load because the dial-up was too slow as well as the browser outdated. I ended up telling the customer that he needed to get a broadband internet connection and to call up his ISP and organize a new internet connection. I also told him that he needed a new computer. He didn't want a new computer, but did agree to getting a broadband connection. I had to spend the next hour with him on the phone to the ISP because he was too deaf to hear them in his phone. Landline, of course. In the end, I installed some version of Firefox, which was able to load the Outlook webmail and left him on hold with the ISP to organize for the technician to come out and install his internet connection. As much as I would love to tell people, you know, you gotta upgrade your computer, you gotta upgrade your internet service, uh, in some places it's just not possible. There's some places that if you don't have dial-up, still, in this day, in this country, in the U.S., that if you don't have dial-up, you're not going to have internet. My daughter lives in a spot, swear to God, 30 minutes from here, and her cell phone barely works. You know, it's one of those things that some of it's situational, some of it's location. He probably could have afforded the uh, a new updated computer, um, but yeah, Hotmail. <laughs> How do I work with it? When I worked for one of my former employers, HR hired a new accountant and sent her to our help desk so we can provide a laptop. A couple hours later, she comes back with a laptop and asks us, how do I work with it? We spent a couple minutes trying to figure out what exactly she didn't understand. It turned out that she had never worked on a computer at all. Sometimes I'm just amazed how the HR department recruits such characters. She got fired the same day. I guess it depends on where you come from, but HR should have spotted that. If you need somebody that can work on a computer... Maybe one of the first questions you should ask is, have you ever worked on a computer before? Like, have you used a laptop? Have you used a PC? Have you used a Mac? Something? Cell phone? Carrier pigeon? I mean, I can't blame the lady for, you know, trying to get a job, but but I guess that's just not the place for her. All the software? Enjoy a 15-minute startup time. 
If any YouTube podcast people read this, please pet your pets for me. Nico. There you go, buddy. <laughs> I don't know why that camera's dragging so bad. Holy cow, you can see me real time right here. Here. That camera used to work great. Now all of a sudden, I mean, it's a network connection. It goes through my network back to my PC, but it's never been that skippy and slow. Strange. So this is also a tale which fits to r slash tales from tech support, but I decided to post it here. Wait, what? Oh, must have been maybe malicious compliance or something. Well, we'll find out. I work for a large multi-million dollar company in which software installation removal demands admin rights. This is due to a large-scale hacker attack, which occurred before my time at the company. I got a message from him that he needed his PC swapped, and I said, fine. I asked him what kind of software he needed. He responded that he used everything, so I should install all we could. Keep in mind that we had software specified for roles within the company, and our company is freaking huge. I sent him the whitelisted software list again and asked him, what software do you need, buddy? He answered that he couldn't be bothered to look through it, and that I should simply install it. Okay, my guy. I popped the back off the poor Lou Lenovo machine and changed the hard disk. The original one wouldn't be able to contain the amount of crap, which was about to flood the gates. For an entire week, I would work on this soon-to-be-cursed machine, which was receiving software installations like orcs coming in at Helm's Deep. What? Fill me in on that down below. I swear I could hear it cry for me to stop, but like a foie gras farmer, I just kept feeding it software. <laughs> oh, there's a vision I didn't need. Here's the kicker. Every time I installed anything, if it had the option, I would ask it to run at launch. I probably poured 8 additional hours into this fresh machine, which very quickly worked slower than a Windows Vista machine hooked up to a hamster on a wheel as its power supply. The 1TB SSD I installed took 15 minutes to boot up every single program, which would open at launch. The greatest thing was that he couldn't undo the startup at launch because that required admin rights. To his credit, he lasted 2 weeks before he came back, apologized, and asked for me to redo his machine. We're friends now, but he learned not to F with the IT guys. Edit, thanks for all the awards and updoodles. I'm trying to respond to as many comments as possible, but I'm also massively hungover as the sweet succulent nectar, also known as beer, bewitched me yesterday, so I might miss a few. If you ever get to the point where you can't do IT anymore, you are a great storyteller, and I'd probably hire you to do at least some of my stories on my other channel. Keep it in mind. You've been listening to Storytime with Uncle Reddit. If you enjoy this content, be sure to follow my podcast. I upload new episodes at least three times a week.